This is a podcast series created by the entrepreneurship team at the University of Sussex. We want this to be a space that inspires, informs and speaks to students and recent graduates. Whether you're looking to turn an idea into an income or if you want to be an innovator within an organisation, this podcast is for you. In this series, we'll be talking to people who refused to put themselves in a box. They've pursued alternative career paths and they're enjoying the journey. Do you feel like you're on a fixed path and you can't change it? Do you think that you're studying or have studied a particular subject which defines your next steps? Be inspired, dare to think differently and create the future you want. So today I am super excited to be joined by Amina, who is a Sussex graduate, a product design graduate, and Amina graduated from Sussex in 2018. Um, So yeah, tell us about your business, like what's it called? Um, And I'm going to give you a, a challenge here, Amina, tell us about your business in 60 seconds. In 60 seconds. Okay. Hi, my name is Amina. I am the creator of Cos Colours. They are a eco-friendly watercolour paint made from upcycled waste cosmetics. So I transform waste cosmetics that um, would otherwise have gone to landfill and give them a new life by transforming them into a shimmery watercolour paint um, for artists of all abilities to be able to use. Brilliant. You did that spot on. So your timing is fantastic. Uh-huh. And your business, your business sounds amazing. Um, I guess like where I go to next is so you started your product design degree at Sussex. Did you have a clear idea about what you wanted to do after you graduated at that point? So when you went into the degree? Oh, after, oh, when I went into the degree. Um, so when I started uh, my degree at Sussex, I all I really knew was that I wanted to be able to do something that was still academic, but allowed my creativity to shine. And I thought um, I didn't exactly know what I wanted at the end of it. I didn't really know what kind of career exactly that I would want um I remember whilst I was studying at college um thinking oh maybe I'll go into architecture um and then I decided actually I don't think I do want to sit through a three-hour lecture on cement um but I <laughs> the idea of being able to combine um a lot of you know academic knowledge with um, creativity as well so that's where product design came in Um, and uh, I actually came to the university through a foundation diploma in art and design even though I had finished my A-levels prior to that and I think that kind of gave me a better understanding of the diversity of uh, careers that are out there Um, And just because you do go into one particular degree doesn't necessarily mean that you have to continue with that degree title as your job title, um, which was really quite exciting for me, um, especially after doing my placement year, um, which was all about um, innovation and 
sustainability in terms of the energy industry. So I worked for a renewable energy company in my placement year um, through some networking that I had uh, done at Sussex Uni, actually. Um, so that was quite exciting as well. And that also triggered my passion for um, sustainability in general. Um, and it was really it's quite it's quite interesting, actually, because I remember having a conversation with my line manager at the time there. Uh, because we would typically be working with new startups and entrepreneurs and driving them through the business. And we made a little bit of a joke about how, oh, well, you know, um, hopefully our paths will cross again, cross again but um, who knows, maybe it will be on the other side. Um, so it's really interesting to now, you know, have posted something on LinkedIn and see that she's replied saying, this is so great to see. So that's quite nice um, for me to be um, able to see uh that everything kind of come full circle but yeah <laughs> amazing so you did a placement year as part of your product design degree at the university of sussex and that kind of got you interested in sustainability it also gave you the opportunity to network but how did you well, tell us a bit more about how your business idea came about um so the business idea came about from my final year project. Uh, it was actually, um, initially I was just trying to tackle waste in the cosmetics industry because I started to look at my own habits and realizing that actually uh, I'm, I'm, not that, I'm not that sustainable. And I think the point about this project in general is not about being perfect, but rather it's to do with doing what you can in the best way possible um, because all of those little things um, add up and make a big difference um, on the whole. So initially I was just looking at my own unsustainable habits um, and realizing that actually we don't use everything that we have before we decide to get something else and the cosmetics industry has created a culture where we want to buy things even if we need them um, just because they make us feel good but also what happens to all the stuff that we've used or we you know we we haven't used or anything like that so initially I came up with an idea where you could just make the most of the products that you have and then I realized about three months into my final year um that my product already exists and not only that it was better than the product that I had designed so I was like oh crap <laughs> what I can I do? Um, and that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to go back to basics and try to combine my passion for art and creativity um, with this uh, idea of coming up with a sustainable solution. So um, that's where I decided to start doing a lot of experimenting with different um, paint making methods and trying to use different materials um, and seeing how that would work as becoming a paint. Um, I reached out to some artists or people who are interested in art to see how they would be able to use it. It was, you know, useful for some and not for others. All that kind of experimentation and product testing um, is what gave me this final idea to create a complete palette of different colours um, so we could utilise what's already out there in the supply chain and do things in a more ethical and sustainable way. Sorry, to come back to your, I guess, your original question, which was um, to do with the business and how the actual business started. Well, um, when I left university, I actually was not encouraged to take uh, entrepreneurship on. Um, 
it was more expected for me to go in straight into a full-time job um mm -hmm. so that's what I did I, I searched for a full-time job as is expected for somebody who is graduating from university and I got a job um as an assistant product manager um and I realized that actually I did not enjoy my time there at all it was not as creative as I wanted it to be it was not as fulfilling as I was hoping it would be um and I knew that I, I I wanted to I well at the time I thought I wanted to go into product management because it has that kind of responsibility and leadership aspect that um I enjoyed doing um throughout my education so I figured that would be a a good place for me to go but yeah I, I about six months in, actually, I decided, you know what, this I've decided that this really isn't for me. And I decided to take the really risky move um, of quitting. So it was really daunting, actually, to have taken that big first step of deciding, okay, I've just worked so hard to try and find a job that's right for me. And now I'm deciding to leave. And I think that was a combination of wanting to get uh, wanting to know what else I could do but also um wanting to get out of something that really wasn't what I wanted to do for the next 40 years of my life um because that's what people think they think that once you go into a job that's it for the next 40 years like you that's your career and it really doesn't have to be like that so after I had quit my job I decided to look for a co-working space and just to get some more inspiration from other people. And I went to uh, a small co-working space um, in, in my city and I was working there to see if it could, if I could turn this into something that was more meaty, I guess, um, I'm, you know, something a little bit more detailed, something a little bit more uh, fruitful, whatever you want to say. Um, and then I overheard my uh, now colleagues um, speaking uh, about a job opportunity that they had going there. And I asked them if it would be possible um, to work with them, but on a part time basis. Um, and I figured if I can just give this a solid two days a week of my time, then maybe I can do something with this. So now I currently work three days a week with a social enterprise. Um, where I am fortunate enough to be teaching entrepreneurial skills and uh, things all to do with enterprise, whilst also building my entrepreneurial skills and my own enterprise um, with this eco-friendly uh, business idea. So now it's kind of a year or so on, a year or two on, and I have been able to create the paint um, and start selling it all over the world uh, I just set up a little online store and kept active on social media and that's what well, that's what I'm still doing <laughs> that's amazing so what I'm hearing is that you went straight into a role a product design management role after you graduated you did that because you wanted to be in the area of product design but you also wanted the management responsibility so but you checked in with yourself and thought, well, I've got part of what I want, but there's not enough creativity here. So you found a way through launching your business 
to have the the management responsibility, but also to maximise the creativity. Because every day in your business, you're having to make creative decisions. Oh, for sure. And I know that that is possible in a job. Um, However, I don't feel like it's always feasible for you to be as creative as you would like in a traditional role like that and I'm sure there are many people who would disagree with me however in my experience I found that even though I had these creative ideas I was hired to do one specific role and I just wanted to do whatever I could to make things better Um, and I just didn't feel like I was able to do that maybe in that particular workplace but then I figured do I really want to put myself through uh a position like that again or should I just give myself a go while I'm still young while I'm still in my 20s um it doesn't really matter how old you are but if you just give yourself a shot um what have you really got to lose amazing and so I guess I'm quite curious to know why watercolors so I totally understand what your business is doing it's got that sustainability element at the core so you're taking waste products from makeup materials and using them to create sustainable watercolor paints but why watercolor paints do you paint and if you do what kind of pieces do you produce um yeah that's an interesting question actually I don't think anyone's ever asked me that um I did initially uh experiment with lots of different art mediums um but I came to watercolour paint because I realised that this should be, although initially I was trying to design this for artists in particular, the idea of experimental um, art materials is all to do with fun. And it's it, I wanted it to be accessible for everybody. So I decided to, rather than experiment with all these other different mediums, really focus on one particular thing and just try to perfect that you know, the creativity side of things, as well as the sustainability um, aspect of it, but also just seeing the artwork and the little experiments that people come up with is just really mindful. Um, it's, it's inspiring just to see that people are still wanting to create for fun. Um, but as for myself, yes, I do also paint um, uh, and I do also draw. Uh, like I said, I did do a foundation diploma in um, art and design and all throughout my education I've always prioritized the creative subjects such as art and fine art um and uh yeah so um my own artwork consists of um all the various media mediums however more recently because of this watercolor business um I decided that I would get a little bit more into watercolors so um I primarily use a uh, pen and um watercolors these days because I quite like the free and I like the carefree aspect of watercolors um combined with how detailed you can make things by mark making and etching and sketching um and every single mark that you make with a pen you can't actually get rid of and all of that experimental uh trial and error can then turn into something really beautiful so that's uh, kind of the basis of my own artwork which is um, happy accidents turning each little mark into something really beautiful and everything is a, everything uh, happens for a reason everything is purposeful and I believe that I can show that through my art with um, 
pen. So I very rarely use pencil these days because you can rub pencil out and start again. You can make mistakes and it can still turn into something beautiful. Okay, amazing. So you, you're kind of touching on this with what you're saying, but help help me and the listeners to understand, like what benefit do you experience from painting and creating? Painting, like I said, is really mindful. It's something that can bring joy to a lot of people and you don't have to be perfect with uh painting watercolors are so versatile because they can go all the way from professional painters to the everyday experimenters just to be able to paint yourself happy it kind of brings you away from everything else that is going on and just being able to make those marks and paint with watercolors um, and experiment with so many different techniques is absolutely something that i would recommend to everybody like if you're if you're if you're thinking about painting start with watercolors and go from there it is probably one of the most fulfilling things to do just to be able to splash some paint around add some salt to it you know run your fingers through it it really doesn't matter just so long as you're having fun with it after this podcast there's going to be plenty of people picking up paintbrushes <laughs> and diving for some watercolors so if you're uh, looking for watercolours, then you know which way to come um, and make them eco-friendly by visiting my store. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to give the listeners the address so they can visit your store? Um, yeah. So you can either find my store um, on Etsy or through my website. I guess I'll give my Etsy store for now because I'll be changing the website soon. Um, but it's quite literally just coswatercolours.etsy.com. So C-O-S watercolours, spelt the English way. <laughs> uh, com, but you can find my products on there and my website um, will be changing soon but if you'd like to find out more information for now it's uh, coswatercolors.com on there you'll also be able to find an address where you can post your waste cosmetics to if you did also want to get involved in this uh, creative community and um, upcycle your waste cosmetics amazing thank you so much Again, help me and the listeners to understand a bit more about how you moved your idea forward, how you turned it from an idea into reality. So what steps you took? So I totally understand what you said about you left your job um, and you secured employment that was three days a week so that you had two days a week to focus on your business. You started working from a co-working space so that you could be networking and, and be inspired. But what other steps did you take to change is from an idea into your your business. So I think the main thing is, as cliche as it sounds, to keep going and just try your hardest and keep that motivation there when other people don't necessarily believe in it. And I know, I know that's not very specific, but it's absolutely the most important part of this. Um, once you've decided, yes, you are really going to have a proper go at this and you you have to be realistic. Nothing is going to happen in a couple of weeks or even a couple of months. You do have to give yourself some time with this. What I did was I looked for certain courses to teach me the skills that I needed to um, develop myself as an entrepreneur. So before I found this job, um, while I had my full time job, even I was still looking um, at ways to be more creative but after I had quit I decided to join a, a short course uh, which was in Brighton actually um, uh, it was called yeah next generation start something which was with um, a business called enterprise nation and through there 
I met some other young people who were thinking about, you know, creating their own businesses um, and decided to take, I actually turned up by accident. Um, I thought it was just a one day thing. I didn't realize it was a course. So I turned up one day and then I realized I joined um, on week four. <laughs> so it was a little bit awkward, but happy accidents, right? <laughs> it hasn't um, stopped you, Avina. <laughs> yes, honestly, it hasn't held you back. It was more the motivator, which was just show up, show up every day um, to what you want to do. Um, but yeah, I decided to do these courses um, and kind of have an understanding of the basics of what needs to happen and go from there. So any time that I had a new question, I was able to ask somebody for that help. Um, I asked my colleagues um, who also help to develop young potential um, for some advice and they because they had started up the social enterprise themselves as well so asking people who are already in that field of building something for themselves and working for themselves I just kept asking lots of questions so I was invited to give a talk um, about my product after university uh, at a event called Wired next generation and if I'm honest I didn't realize it was a big deal um <laughs> and it was only once I got there and I saw the two people who had presented just before me one of them was uh, a female astronaut and the other was the guy who made the dinosaurs from Jurassic World come to life wow and then there was me uh of needing to speak next to inspire all of these people and I just thought oh my goodness I should have read the running order before <laughs> But um, I think it's kind of a good thing that I didn't because it then meant that I all of that anxiety that I would have had was just turned into really positive energy for when I went up onto stage and spoke to 400 young people. At the end of that uh, presentation, I got off stage and I had asked, you know, told people if you did want to ask any questions, feel free to come over to my little stall here where you can try out the paint. So I wasn't selling anything just then. Um, and somebody came over to me, uh, an amazing guy called Coy, um, and he said, oh, I've just seen your business card. I've sent you an email. Um, I think there would be some people that would be really interested to speak with you. Um, and as a result of that little conversation, um, I was put into touch with um, I was put into touch with uh, somebody from Sephora who then got me in touch with somebody uh, a managing director of Guerlain at the time and the sustainability director for LVMH um and somebody at London Business School um who was also able to give me some advice and uh Coy was also able to connect me with somebody from ASOS um and unfortunately at the time I didn't really know what exactly I was asking them for so looking back on it they do feel I do feel a little bit like they were wasted opportunities but I also realize now how to make my conversations far more valuable um, and I will be reapproaching them to make sure that I have the discussions and show them how far I've come since it was just a concept and now that it is an actual business so just from having those little discussions and people asking me the correct questions and making me question what is it that I actually want to do do I want a job um, do, I want, do I want a career um, or a job with those companies or do I actually want to do something more fulfilling and work for myself and do something that's actually good for the environment? 
having to ask myself those difficult questions um, took a while uh, for me to realize that actually, yes, this is something that I do want to do. Um, and it was really difficult to pass up some re really quite massive opportunities um, because I believe if I was more motivated to want a career with these massive companies, then all I really had to do was ask. Um, but I decided to take the risk and do something that was more for me. Incredible. So what I hear in that is that you you devoted time to developing your business. You really checked in with yourself and were clear about what it was that you wanted. That actually, you wanted the autonomy that comes from running your own business as opposed to working for an organisation. And then I also hear that you put yourself out of your comfort zone. You went and you spoke in front of 400 people, which then led to a conversation, which led to great networking opportunities and contacts that you still have now and can still utilise now. And out of this, as you say, you've moved from a concept to a business. Well, yeah, I mean, the networking side of things, absolutely. I totally agree with you there. I think when it comes to... Um, not wanting to have a you know work for a particular company I think maybe I disagree with that point purely because I believe that once I want to work for a business I I will very much do that I just think that while I am still able and I don't have the uh, particular responsibilities that other people might have this is a perfect time for me to be able to experiment and do what I want to do so it's not necessarily um to do with me wanting to run my own business I think it's more to do with something that I, I feel like I feel morally good about and I want to do I want to be able to uh, do something good for the environment but also do that in a way that doesn't compromise my faith um, so knowing that I'm not having to compromise anything besides a little bit of uncomfortability with whether this is going to work or not um, and all I have to really do is just reassure myself that is going to work I that, that's all I can really say it's it's not necessarily that I don't want to work for somebody in the future it just means that I'm doing what I want while I can and while I have the ability to do that so where would you say you're at with your business at this point in time I would still very much say that this is in early stages I I'm selling my products which are going um, all over the world which is really exciting. Um, I've just been awarded uh, some grant funding from a couple different sources um, which is really exciting again. Um, it, I find it really quite uh, <laughs> uh, I guess confusing that um, it comes in waves where suddenly I get put into the press again and I get this publicity which is great um, because it means that I can use that wave to ride on and bring something great out of it again. So all these wasted opportunities uh, are not really wasted. They're just more opportunities to come. I would say my business is still very much uh, growing and I'm in the process now of trying to look for people to help with the business. So I'm very open if anybody is interested in wanting to do any work with me um please do feel free to reach out or even if you just want to know a little bit more about it feel free to get in touch um but i am now in the process of trying to look for um people to help me out with this business and see how we can make it grow 
All right, amazing. So that sounds like a call to action. If you think that you've got skills that might be relevant to Amina and her business, any anyone that you think might be interested in actually uh, donating their waste cosmetics, or if you've got any connections in the cosmetics industry, by all means, throw them my way so we can actually make a difference together. Amazing. Wrapping up now, thanks so much for joining us today, Amina. Um, I'm aware that our audience is going to be a real mixture of people. So once again, if you could just share uh, your your web details and how people can find you and your your amazing business, that would be great. Absolutely. So uh, the business is Cos Colours. Um, you can find the online web shop um, on coswatercolors.etsy.com or visit coswatercolors.com. Um, you can send your waste cosmetics to me um, by sending it to Coscolors, P.O. Box 1074, Portsmouth, P.O. 1, 9UL. You can send that to me in the post for it to be upcycled, but otherwise do feel free to just find me on Instagram, which is where I am most active, at Coswatercolors. Okay, amazing. And before I let you go, because I think your story is really inspiring, if you could give one tip to anyone listening who's struggling to make a decision about their next career move, what would it be? Just go for it. And I know that, again, it sounds really cliche, but just start somewhere and just go for it. You don't know what's going to happen on the other side. You, Everyone you meet has something of value to say. So just start going with it. You can. You don't have to be stuck in one thing forever. Just know everything is fluid and everything is an experience. Other people can reject you, but don't reject yourself. Just go for it. Do what you want to do and just start. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amina. And we look forward to following the progress of Coswater Colours to see how this story continues. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. If you're a current Sussex student or if you graduated within the last three years, the Entrepreneurship Team and the Careers and Employability Centre are here to support you. Whether you're curious to find out more, want to develop a business or social enterprise idea, or if you want to find out about being an innovator within a company, we would love to hear from you. Contact us at entrepreneurship at sussex.ac.uk or visit our web pages for more details. Sussex.ac.uk forward slash careers.